Hello there, everyone, and welcome to Super Cast Brothers, the Super Smash Brothers theme podcast where two dumbasses think they have an audience. They don't. They really, really don't. And they need to just get on with that fact and find something more productive to do with their lives. I'm Zantok, otherwise known as Lister. That's Jono, otherwise known as John. Oh, otherwise known as Jay Noodles, and we call him that because he once ordered alphabet soup and dug out every letter except for the J's, left them in the bowl, took a picture of it, and then just stared at the bowl for like two hours. It was weird. I don't know why he did it. It's like, dude, get a hobby. Thanks for reminding me of my breakfast. I'm going to do it again tomorrow morning. And that was when he decided to do a podcast because I told him, hey, get a hobby. He's like, okay. It's like, fuck. Wrong one. Without you, my life would be nowhere. I mean, I believe it. Yep. I, I'm pretty uh, much we do the have source you. of joy that you have in your life. That's very true. I'm also That's the source of joy for TurboTax's life. Okay, now that's that's real right there. <laughs> hey, that's our audience. Listen, it's hey, true. I got I gotta be a positive force in somebody's life because I'm sure I'm a positive force in my own. Dude, I felt that. Yep. Good. You can print that shit on a tin. <laughs> sure, damn good. Sure, so sure. it's on topic. I feel like I don't know because obviously you know we record things in advance a lot of times and sometimes more advanced than others but i i feel like it's been a, a while since we last recorded around topic i don't know maybe it's just because we had guests and it's just been a while since we did one just the two of us but uh what's been going on i feel like it's been at least a month since we recorded an on topic i mean the last on one topics go up in six weeks every six weeks so i would hope so yeah i would hope it so it feels longer than there's there's a lot that we've done in the interim too though, like including regarding this podcast, even including future projects regarding this podcast that are secret right now. Oh. Yeah. So that we've been doing a lot and seeing a lot of each other. Yes, unfortunately. And, and it hasn't been on topic adjacent, just kind of because of how the schedule's gone. So yeah, it, it's been it it's felt like a long time, longer than it really has been. Yeah, and, like, um, we're, and we're trying to cram recording for these last few episodes of the season, so if we can give episodes a little bit of a break. We uh, tend to do that. We, we try to. We, mm-hmm. we try to do a bunch at once when we can, that way we get like a month or two off. <laughs> we cram. And then we're just like, oh, uh, hey, this is supposed to go up in a week. We need to record again. Fuck. That's like, oh, yeah, crap. Well, here we are. Um, yeah, my, my life has been... Uh, an interesting realm of uh, an, an escape into the marshmallow wonder of sweet symphonic bliss. The candy symphony is in town. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I don't know. I, I'm uh, the the yellow Eminem just has the perfect singing voice. He does. Him and Patrick. That's what I've been learning. Why would he be and at the candy concert? Trevor too. What? No, it's for candy. Oh, only candy. Well, that's why Trevor's there. Um. <laughs> so yes, I'm trying to recall what's even been going on. Um, 
on this. Give me a question and I'll answer it. What did you eat for dinner last night? Oh, I had brisket. Oh, I had, yeah. I had a um, sliced barbecue thing. And here's another another dish nope. that you enjoy. Macaroni and cheese. Yeah. I, I had a bowl of that and brisket. Uh, that was a comped meal at a place that we were hosting a festival concert at. Okay, new question. If you could interview anybody, real or fake, who would you interview? Hmm. Waluigi. What? <laughs> okay, that's a choice. Enough. Yeah, like how he feels about being in Smate since Brawl, and um, I want to know how he got so tall and generally attractive what his favorite victory pose throughout the mario sports series has been and why it's the crotch shop that he has been banned from doing since strikers strikers charged actually and i want to know when he will appear in WarioWare. me too honestly how i can, how I can get a pink nose like him he the fact Waluigi hasn't appeared in WarioWare yet is a goddamn disgrace. Seriously. I want to know. I want to know what he smells like. Like, they don't want to give him a huge presence or whatever. It's like, okay, throw him in WarioWare. You don't got to put him in the mainline Mario game. Just let him have fun in WarioWare. Yeah. Make him Wario be World's an antagonist party. in WarioWare and him he has a rival company. Yeah. It's Waluigi Ware. Yes. Do it. There you go. There you go. They already have all sorts of other weirdos in that game, so what exactly. series why not? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is the first episode we're doing since uh Pikmin 4 was released. Wasn't that like So congratulations, Pikmin 4? Yeah. Congratulations, Pikmin 4, the Pikmin game that took out co-op. Did it? I thought there was co-op. Nope, co-op's gone. It's gone. <laughs> there is co-op, like Mario Galaxy-style co-op, where a second player can hold a controller and throw things at the screen. Wow. Riveting. Let us have I want a second that... captain. That it honestly killed my interest. It killed my interest for moving co-op. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear that. I, I'll play it, but it's, it's never been a prior, priority series for me. I really enjoyed three. Um, it's eh, it's great concepts. I'm just not very good at them. Real RTSs are tough. Yeah, they're they're tough, and, and they always kind of have been. Like Age of Empires, and I've never been SimCity. Even I've not quite been great at them. I used to love Age of Empires. I used all the cheat codes. <laughs> I love the DS game, too. It's like an isometric uh, turn-based strategy game spinoff. That's pretty know. good. I don't know anything about that. Well, after saying I want to smell Waluigi, I guess my, my latest update since our last uh, episode, I mean, we haven't really talked about it. I, uh, my... My great newspaper job that I had, I lost. Ah, oh, yes, yes. 
and I won't won't say too much about that. But most, a lot of the company left at the same time. It, it's it's structured. You can't. Uh, you know, I actually don't know if I can or not. So that's great. Probably that's best not idea. to. Yeah, um, but it's it's structural. Everybody everybody knows it, too, and everybody in this town has their opinions about it that are not good. Um. So I'm working with another organization now, and honestly, this has felt like that was kind of the footstone. I've, I've always wanted to work in a nonprofit creative sector without the baggage of the corporate world. So now we're doing that. Mm -hmm. we're, we're approaching, we're still in events and marketing, but in the nonprofit sector. So we're helping uh, the community of Tucson and also Phoenix and other cities in Arizona um economically with with festivals like the Tucson Folk Festival which the company I'm with now the Southern Arizona Arts and Cultural Alliance uh assist the folk festival each year so I'm on the festival board and working for the company that the festival hires to run the festival wait isn't that a <laughs> conflict of interest i feel like it's a conflict of interest not quite we we make we, we no, we make we make certain that um, you know, decisions are are ultimately signed and and contracted by representatives who are only applicable to one company each. Mm. Um, so so there are contractual things like um, but that's that's nitty gritty stuff. But it, it's it's legal, especially because the festival organization is not is completely like literally non-profit volunteer driven we do not keep that money period right so it's um, right. so we're we're contracting out to another company which is Saka to to make that festival but we're running culinary festivals too that's kind of my bag I'm I uh, did a margarita championship which is kind of funny because I don't drink yeah what the fuck uh, but it's it's uh it's it's enhancing the community. It's 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 something the community enjoys. So it's uh, seven hundred people who are not me, uh, and I got to pose with a luchador. Was it Pluto Bison? Um, it was the Prophet. Nice guy. He's also an up and coming chef. <laughs> and uh, yeah, now now we're doing a taco challenge in August. That'll be fun. So what uh, I'm hearing is it's gonna be hard to schedule recordings with people in August. No, no. Um, it will be in the last last week of August. I mean, we were supposed to record this one yesterday. Yeah, that's that's life. That's what all the people say. Yeah, it's funny because mm -hmm. we were all supposed to record something last Sunday, but we couldn't because. Uh, I had to go to the hospital. No, it I was going to say it wasn't me. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I had a heart attack. So that was um, fun. And they discovered that I'm screwed up a bunch of other ways. So now my life mm -hmm. is going down the toilet. Yeah, we're glad you haven't been totally flushed yet. Might be waiting through the shit for a while, but uh, we're glad that ended in 
the right way and that you're out of the hospital. Yeah. But I know it's an experience, and I know there's changes that you don't like, understandably. So, Just, uh, if you ever find a genie in a bottle, I reserve one wish. To become a luchador. That's not it. Oh. <laughs> okay, I'll reserve one wish to take you out of the toilet. The proverbial toilet. Sure. Yeah. Or whatever you were going to wish for. I don't know. Uh, to not have these health conditions anymore. And that they would never return and nothing would replace them. Because you got to be careful with genies. You have to be very careful. <laughs> like, you can't say, hey, I want to be healthy for the rest of my life. It's like, all right. You die immediately. It's like, well, you were healthy until you die. <laughs> Jeez, man. Gotta be careful with them. Um, yeah, what an what an experience. I mean, uh, that was not a fun start to the week. It was not not for us, and I can't imagine for you. No, no, no it uh, really wasn't, and it still isn't. I am glad you got yourself checked out, though. We're we're all glad for that. Um, if I hadn't. I may not be here right now. That's, what That's I was how bad it thinking was. And, yeah. Truly it was. I, I think it's you know, we're not in the in the business of PSAs and never will be, but it's a good opportunity to remind people that if they feel like they should get checked out and they can, because unfortunately healthcare is a privilege and not a right in this country that we live in. If you can get checked out, like this, generally speaking. As my dad put it, you do not fuck with chest pain. Because of its heart shit. Mm -hmm. And you don't go soon enough. Could be too late. Could be. It's sneaky. It's, it's sneaky, right? Yeah. I mean, you went a couple days kind of feeling that pain and wouldn't have imagined it was as bad as it was. No, no. And I also didn't know that they could last that long. I thought it was it was like you feel something weird and then 20 oh, minutes later on the floor. I didn't I don't know shit. So I was just like, oh, mm -hmm. it can't be that because it's lasting too long and it's going in and out throughout the day. It's like, that don't make any sense to me. Well, turns out that ain't how things work. Yeah. There's all, there's, or there's all sorts of kinds of, of them, probably. Hey, Jono. And um, you had a particular one that lasted. Dead. Yeah. What, what would you say if I told so, you that I never hit record? Fuck. Gotcha. Fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was just ready We've to change the topic, before, so that was my way of doing it. Ah. <laughs> uh, anyway. Victoria. <laughs> Anyways, we're here to talk. We're not here to talk about my sad health conditions and physical imperfections. Uh, we're here to talk about Super Smash Bros. <laughs> Namely, today we're talking about adventure modes. All of them. <clears throat> we're talking about all of the adventure modes. Uh, we're not here to talk about my. 
No. Oh. Sir, no. I can just go off. The, the, the adventure mode... Okay, just behave. It's... It wasn't in the original Smash. The original Smash didn't have much to it. But Melee, we just see on this new menu, it's like, adventure mode. It's like, ooh, what's that? And then Brawl gave us the subspace emissary. And then Smash 4, it's just like, you want adventure mode? You can play Smash on the 3DS. That's close enough, right? I guess. And then Smash Ultimate is just like, yo, so we heard you wanted adventure mode. So we didn't give you that necessarily, but we gave you World of Light, which is. Yeah. It's adventure mode, but event battles. It's like, mm -hmm. alright, not bad. I'll take it. Yeah. So yes, starting, will, Dick. Yeah. So starting things off. I kind of figured we just kind of go in order, talk about each one, you know, go over like what they were about, what we did in them, and uh, thoughts we had about like things we liked, things we didn't like about each one before we kind of just like move on to the next one. <clears throat> Whoa, sounds good to me. Don't so starting with Smash 64. Smash 64 didn't have adventure mode. Next. What about Race to the Finish was an adventure? Race to the Finish was not a mode. It was a mini-game inside of 1P mode. Yes. There was also Yoshi was for the platforms. Something that we never saw return. Nope. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't like Race to the Finish and Smash these War since we just saw it. I vastly preferred it in Melee. Melee's was cooler. Melee's was cooler. 64's is a little more formulaic. I, I, it comes with the hardware and the times and it being the first game. It was just kind of there. Yeah. I did enjoy Board the Platinum, but it might just be because it's no longer, it hasn't been another Smash yet. Technically. So, yeah. yeah. Technically it's, speaking. It's sort of in Melee. Mm -hmm. We'll get there. So, we will get there. So Melee's adventure mode. What the fuck? There was a beep. Mm. I don't know what that was. I heard a beep. I don't know if that was from you or if I can, or if it was Windows being bullshit. But anyway, cool, fantastic. So Melee's adventure mode, compared to the adventure modes of the of the future Smash games, was very level based. Uh, which I guess, I mean, Subspace Sinister was technically level-based as well, but what I mean by that is, like, you had a stage, and you, you would clear, and you would just go to the next stage, and it would be like, okay, here's a section of some Mario shit, here's some Zelda shit, but it wasn't necessarily, some, sometimes you would be, like, running through an area, other times you would just be like, alright, uh, you're in Corneria, fight Fox. It's like, alright, alright, cool, uh, you did that, and we're gonna move on to the next one. And they just did that through most of the different franchises that represented Melee at the time, because we had the Mushroom Kingdom, we had Congo Jungle, the Underground Maze for Zelda, which was a slight pain in the ass, but, you know, it was there. Uh, we went through Brinstar, Green Greens, mm -hmm. Corneria, Pokemon Stadium, F-Zero Grand Prix, which was just a, just a race. Uh, oh, no, we had Ice yep. Mountain. Uh, was Fire Emblem and Game Watch really the only ones that were not represented? Which is kind of interesting. I guess technically, did I say Yoshi's Island? I don't remember if I said Yoshi. 
I'm not saying so. Yeah, I guess Yoshi technically wasn't represented either. I could have sworn there was a Yoshi fight, though, but maybe not. Huh. Hmm. Oh, there, you fight Yoshi. You fight Yoshi's in the Mushroom Kingdom section. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. Well, tech, mm-hmm. It's a technical Yoshi yeah. representation. But, I mean, yeah. at the time, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was really cool that, that we were going to get these different locations. We got to fight Koopa Troopas. We got to fight Like Likes and Reheads. Uh, and then those enemies could spawn in uh, in normal Smash matches instead of like barrels that you would break them, which was really fun. Again, the ones that were just fights were just like, were kind of meh, whatever. But they also could, um, they had like some unique conditions for things. Like if you beat Mario uh, with a certain timestamp or whatever, then you could make Luigi appear and you would fight him and then you could unlock Luigi. Like that was fucking cool. Love doing that. Yeah. Uh, there's a segment where you do board the platforms, you had to escape Zebus, and you had to climb up to the top. And if you didn't do it fast enough, you'd lose a life. Oh, yeah. That was cool! I liked yep. that! Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, at the time, uh, that 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 was, I mean, my earliest Smash memories. I have, I'm sure I've treaded over this a few times in this podcast, I just don't remember when exactly. Um, Smash 64 was one of those on a whim things where you know you can rent a game every week from blockbuster and what game did we did we rent that time it was smash 64 liked it so much i think i think the story goes that i had my uh i had convinced my parents to buy that exact copy so we never had to return it <laughs> blockbuster nice um so that became the the natural progression into obsession about the series um, so I remember being seven and, and looking up at the CRTVs at, at Target and, uh, seeing the Melee trailer for the first time and having my mind blown, like, oh my fucking God, <laughs> like what on earth is going what? on? What? Wolf, Samurai, Gobro, and Ridley are in this game? Yep. Oh my God. They want to put characters in a trailer that weren't going to be in the game. Yep. All Pokemon from first and second gen, <laughs> amazing, um, and, and it was just such an epic thing. To to this day, I'm not really quite sure if we've, for an opening trailer, um, really achieved that same level of epic. Arguably I mean, not, because um, they're just cutscenes in future games tied together. That that's that's fair. Because Bra- Brawl's opening sequence and it's true, Brawl's tra- the the trailer for Brawl wasn't just customs, I don't think, uh, but the opening cinematic, which is what the trail, which was Melee's opening cinematic was its trailer, but the opening cinematic for Brawl is just world or Super uh, cutscenes. For Smash Four, it was individual character trailers for the opening cinematics. Like, really? <laughs> and then Smash Ultimate was just like World of Light. Cinem- or yeah. the cinematic yeah. tra- the cinematic video for that was a cinematic opening. It's like, boy, I really got lazy. Yeah. But 64 and Melee had like dedicated cinematic graphics for their openings. Like, this is cool shit. Arguably the most memorable is, memorable is 64, now that you mention it. Um, the most like cool and, and exciting, I think, might be Melee's. The whole concept is just, I pick up toys and I make them fight. And, you know... I'm sure you did that as a kid. I did that as a kid. 
I, I had I mean, a bunch of Star Wars figures and I made them fucking fight. Watto versus Palpatine. This was before Watto existed. Even better. What would we do in a Waddleless world? I Apparently, know that. Super <laughs> we would be playing um, Super Mario sixty-five. What an interesting world that would be. Yes. It'd be a huge tiny island instead of tiny huge. Yes. There'd be one block following you wherever you go, like a little little fairy in Ocarina of Time, to make up for the sixty-fifth polygon. No, that's that's the lucky two. Oh. We that's right. There's already a lack of you following you. <laughs> Way to go. I forget that. That's fun. Um, Why is that lack not a spirit? There should have been a spirit battle for that lack of two. Yeah, that would be great. But yeah, go, going through melees. I mean, so all that to say, melee was such an incredible upgrade from Smash 64. Yeah, in it, every single way. Not to say anything of, bad about 64, it's just it was a straight yeah. upgrade. Mm -hmm. It's kind of unbelievable that it was, I mean, given the development time, it was literally springboarded right after Smash 64 released. Yeah. It was happening. They released, like, less than two years later. Mm-hmm. So Sakura had that vision to almost make this a, a launch title because because the 64 was such a success. I think it was a few, a couple months after the GameCube launched, when it came I out. I thought it was a launch title. Uh... At least not it in North America. Was, it was probably planned to be, but you just had to delay it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so, because I think the Cube came out in autumn and Melee came out in December of 2004. Mm. Um, I, the game, getting the GameCube was an early memory of mine, too. I remember writing an essay about the day that I got a GameCube in, like, third grade. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Luigi's Mansion was the launch title of choice, and because then otherwise, I think they were just like MLB, whatever, two two K two. Yay! Um, yeah, EA, yes, EA developed those games. <laughs> um, yeah, Me Melee was such a incredible upgrade, and and as a kid, especially moving moving from sixty four to Melee, they have an adventure mode, they have this shit, crazy hand. Yeah, uh, Giga Bowser. Yeah, event matches, trophies, all of these characters. Like, oh my god. There has never been quite the jump in quality from one game to another that there was between 64 and Melee. And that might just be the times reflecting the hardware or whatever. But Melee modernized the series. You could say Ultimate from, from Smash 4. That was simply on a... Like a quantifiable level. Well, I was thinking of other games that aren't connected to Smash. Like, pretty sure there have been other sequels that vastly improved on things. Oh, I just meant within the realm of Smash. Okay, Sorry. that makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah. I mean, the reason why I didn't say Florida Florida Ultimate was because the system was pretty. The foundation was already there, right? Like, Ultimate is basically just. Four, if it were good. Yeah, Ultimate is Smash Four Two Point It truly is. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And that's fine because it's so much better. Yeah. The um, where where it's just like the older games, you know, there's a reason to go back and still play them for whatever reason. There is no reason to go back and play Smash Four. There really yeah. isn't. Yeah, Brawl has the subspace emissary. Melee is melee. Sixty four, if you want a nostalgia trip, I guess, and yeah. 
four is it was just kind of neutered because they had to develop it between two two systems. Yep. Screw the ice timers out of it. Not only that, but the turnaround between it and Ultimate was also very short. Literally, the project plan for Ultimate was completed the day that the trailer for Bayonetta went up. Mm-hmm. So their minds were... Sakurai's mind was already elsewhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pretty Easily. much from developing the four. Like, yeah, Iwata told Sakurai Ultimate was his final project. This is... I mean, as in, like, this is my final mission for you. Mm-hmm. While he was still around, um, so it was a big deal for a long time. Yeah, uh, probably the the wheel started turning during Smash Wars development. Then with how that timeline went, um, yeah. So so just the feeling of having an adventure mode in Melee was su- such a novel idea. And you know, you're going into it as a, as a kid. You don't quite even know. I didn't quite know what was what I, what I was getting into. No, it's like what the hell is this. <laughs> And getting lost, and we all got lost in the underground maze. It all mm. we ha- it happened. Uh, after a yep. while, you can be like, okay, this area is all fucked. I ain't going there. I'm going to go over here. Okay, found the exit. I'm just gone. Fuck it. I don't want to be down here any longer than I want. Then it has to be. This is this is the, um, yeah, in, indeed. This is the, that's, that's the level of adventure mode. If I returned, when I was a kid, I, I memorized it. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure I was a better gamer then than I am now. Firstly, I mean, you got you had more free time then. Had the time, that's that's for sure. I was even, I mean, I was a better card game player back then. I remember going to the Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments at the mall and like kicking seventeen-year-olds' like, asses with my deck and stuff. Good times. I'm pretty sure one of them stole my blue eyes set though. Um, Bitch. Yeah, I know. Wonder where they are now. Working minimum wage. Yeah, probably working, bro. Probably not at all. They they sold their blue eyes and life really went down the tubes from from there. Um, the blue eyes cursed them. And Exodia Necros came for them. Necros, actually. Necros, Necros. Okay. Yeah, I haven't I haven't kept up with the series as you can tell. Dude, um, that was like season four. Or season no, season three tech actually I believe is what that would have been. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I don't remember when that was. Was that like late two thousands? Uh, I don't know year wise, but that was in the middle of uh, it, it was it was in between the Battle City arc and the Battle City Finals arc when they went into the uh, the digital world with Noah. That's where Necros mm-hmm. comes from because right. they had a duel Kaiba's dad, mm-hmm. and he used an Exodia Necros deck. Okay, I vaguely remember that then. That was yeah. Okay. Um yeah, if I went back now I would be just as lost as I was the first time I played it. In the underground maze. Uh oh, and it God, was yeah. It was my introduction to a lot of these enemies too. Like when I was this my sixty four was my first console and that was in ninety nine when sixty four came out for, for Smash sixty four rather. Um, so a lot of these things, like I had not played a Zelda game before Melee came out. Nope. Um, so like, like, I, like, I knew of the characters, mm-hmm. but I'd never played their mm-hmm. games. Yeah. Like likes were new to me, Octoroks, Redeads, even freaking Ganondorf was new to me. I was, I was the kid on the playground. I remember in first grade being laughed at by, by a friend of mine because I didn't know which was Link or Zelda. 
Yeah. Yeah, I was just like, I like Smash Brothers and Link is in there, so now I know. <laughs> um, and that was that was exciting. I mean, the 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 sense of it, like this arcadey style presentation, uh, early not nowadays, you know, it's a little, little old school, right? Like yeah. but back then, being the first taste of it that we had, it was groundbreaking. Um, being able to travel these worlds kind of legitimately from the mushroom kingdom and you're in your reaching the flagpole to get to the edge to the, the end of the course and um even racing the f-zero racers at the time felt like so exhilarating i was like oh my god i don't want to get run over let's uh so it was fun i i mean my my favorite if i if i oh and the, the fox thing like battling fox and him getting defeated and then having to fight more fox with the arwing yeah. yeah i don't know why like I, i'm i had the page up i'm just like you've had the fox, fox twice that's weird why mm -hmm. uh sometimes you can fight falco too apparently but only after you've unlocked him yeah which makes oh. sense yeah yeah uh, that I do was something cool too is that things would change if you had unlocked some characters or not uh like i think luigi can appear if once you actually unlock him like more than just during his unlock condition and falco can appear and i think there might be a couple other instances it's like they that was really cool how they changed things for that yep there were some that were kind of bs at, at least icicle mountain was more palatable in adventure mode than it was as a freaking versus mode stage yeah but then we had the topies and the polar bears to deal with yeah those guys were cool I always wanted them to be playable in Smash. And the Condor as well. The, the Condor wasn't in Melee. Nope. It was later on, I think, in 4. Uh, uh, no, the Condor is opening the Ice Climber's entrance animation. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um... Yeah, and then and then eventually you, you know, you you get the balls to play at a higher difficulty for once to because you're reading Prima's strategy guide and realizing you have to do certain things to unlock certain characters and certain things. And and like, oh. You have to be on level seven, or not level seven, but uh, normal difficulty or higher to fight the true final boss of the mode. Because you start off with just like, oh hey, it's just Bowser under Super Mushroom. I can kick his ass. And then you beat him, and if you're on high enough difficulty, and if you beat uh, the whole adventure mode in other 18 minutes, you would unlock Giga Bowser, which is Bowser, but monstrous and even larger. It's like, good luck, kid. Good luck. What a nightmare. Not as bad as Master Core. Who, who's oh, there? Fuck yeah. Master Core. Uh huh. Fuck that. I mm -hmm. never, I never got. I never got to that point where I could do the entire thing. Me either. I always timed out before I could. Yeah. It was not fun. Um but Giga Bowser was. Giga Bowser was fun. And it's and it's interesting to see that character. Oh, and the event match too, where you're fighting Gan Ganondorf and Bowser and uh or rather Giga Bowser and Mewtwo all at the same time. It's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. That was suitably epic and, and kind of crazy. Um, it's also interesting that the, the, the Giga Bowser character has persisted 
It's become Bowser's final smash. You fight him in uh, the World of Light, if I recall. Um, he's also an ultimate boss kind of period in, in certain classic mode. I wonder what Bowser's final smash would be if Koopa Bowser never existed. Maybe the Koopa Clown car or something? That makes sense. Mm -hmm. I know that or mm -hmm. just a giant fireball. Yeah, I was going to say he can grow huge, kind of like he does in Yoshi's Island, and all these baby Bowser there. But that's still Bowser. Mm hmm. And technically, he later appears like and, and fights the same way he did as a baby in Yoshi's New Island in adult form. Yeah. Where he tore a hole in time yeah. and traveled through into the past to fight Yoshi. Yeah. <laughs> Out of nowhere, it's like, whoa, as, as if he tore a rift through time, Bowser appears. You're like, what? What just happened? <laughs> Look, man, I don't know. What an amazing game. Anywho. But the best in the Yoshi series is Yoshi's Story, of course. No, it's Yoshi's Island, the original. Hey, I'll give it this. It's Yoshi's Story is the third best Yoshi game. What's the second? Woolly World? I would say so. Okay, that's fair. Mm -hmm. And then who really knows after Yoshi's Story, because then it kind of just drops off so hard it doesn't matter. I mean, Probably I, did you ever yeah. play the crafted one, though? Because I, I haven't. I have. Oh. It's, there's a few things. Uh, the music's horrible. Like, really bad. Um, I'm just saying something. It's the same people that made Woolly World. I know. It's it's kind of odd. Um, and there's just a... There's, an, there's a feeling of, like, we've done this before, and yeah. we've done it better. Crafted World is Woolly World, but on more of a 3D plane, and it kind—it's just—it's too easy. It's—it's it's very pedestrian. It has its audience, and we're not its audience. It's okay. It—it's—it's—it is—it is good, but coming off of Woolly World, it's not great. Mm. Um, I would—I would say it's worth forty dollars, not sixty. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. I would I would actually I would rather spend the sixty again on Tropical Freeze. Which is an amazing game. What is our new Donkey Good question. What was Retro working on that has been shelved into the abyss? We'll find out in twenty years. Yep. When Metroid Primary four four announces that it's being redeveloped again. New title, Metroid Prime Forged. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, yeah. Do we have anything That's... else to cover over in Melee's adventure mode? Getting back on topic here. I'm I'm also looking over the wiki because it's, it's been so long since I played adventure mode in mm. Melee. Uh, not really. I mean, there there were looking at it. There's there's some elements, and I remember as a kid playing it too. Where you're like, yeah, hey, I just want to get through this part so where I can get to the next part. When you're playing as 20-some-odd characters, yeah. just kind of... And, and there's definitely some sections that you wish were longer or that were more than just a fight. But that's, that would be kind of hard to do for, like, 
Earthbound or for Starbucks, make it feel like in their world. So, so I get it, but I, but I can appreciate how for F Zero at least it wasn't just it's justified against Capcom. No, it you start out racing into making it down to the finish line first, then you can fight Capcom. It's like, okay, that's pretty cool. But like, I kind of wish the Mario section was a little bit longer. I wish Underground Maze was a little less. Ha, <laughs> ha. Uh, and then just in general, just like less generic fight and more just like let me there's no reason why the donkey kong section couldn't have been getting to run through donkey kong country could have mm -hmm. absolutely let us yeah. do that brent brent started going through the escape segment was really fun i enjoyed that green greens we could have actually ran through a kirby section mm -hmm. uh, th th there was definitely potential for those things but it was also their first first run at it and considering the quick turnaround the fact that it was a small team Fair Amazing. Enough. Yeah. Really, really great for when you consider the time period and, and, and those other factors as well. It it was a very high grade addition to Smash. Yep. Oh, and I and I was like so enamored by having a Mario level to run ruin Smash too. That was pretty cool, even though it was a little short. Yeah. All right. That's so yeah. Then we had Brawl. Which Brawl had their daily updates on the Smash Bros. Dojo. And he just started teasing us, was like, oh hey, here's this character. What what category uh of updates is going under? Question mark. I ain't telling you yet. I was like, what? What what's this thing? And we oh, were getting yeah. we were yeah, because we didn't know at first. He didn't tell us that there's a story, but he just like, yeah, here's a screenshot of something. It's like, what what the fuck is this? Yeah, you'll find out. It's like no, 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 tell us now. What what the fuck is this? And it became the self-based emissary. Uh, a whole adventure with cutscenes, uh, levels that you could choose from on a map, going through an actual story. Uh, you would unlock characters as you go. Some levels you could only play as certain characters. And then there were some characters that weren't in the story at all, which, popular theory, unless it has been disproven, is that these characters were added into the game very late. And there wasn't time to put them into the Sophie Simmer besides that. That being Jigglypuff, Wolf, and Toon Link, which, considering who those three characters are, makes a lot of sense that they uh, were done late. Right. But it, it had a plot, which was amazing. Uh, I, I loved that. It's like, oh, shit, I love my story shit. Fuck yeah. And there was even supposed to be more to it that got cut. Uh, and Sekiro revealed what it was after the, after the game release on the dojo. It's like, yeah... I wanted to do this, too, to kind of explain what the hell is happening here, but I couldn't, so I'll just explain it to here for you now. We had we had new boss fights that weren't just Master Hand or Crazy Hand or Giga Bowser, uh, even though the I think Master Hand was a boss fight in Slippy Simster, if I remember right. I'm not sure. Actually, I don't remember. I'm not sure if he was or not. But then we also had, like, oh, giant or shadow versions of characters. Like, okay. Okay. We had yeah. PD Piranha, we had uh, Ridley and Meta Ridley, we had Gallium and Duon, Rayquaza, Porky, Taboo. Uh, but I mean, it, we had a lot of cool shit. I mean, really, really my only complaint that I had was that for the vast majority of it, it was a generic cookie cutter world. Yeah. We, got to, we got to go through Sky World, which was cool, but then the rest <laughs> of it was just like, uh, here's generic grassland, generic factory... Uh oh! Here's here's the halberd. Yeah. And 
I guess here's Ice Climber Mountain, or a generic mountain, one of the two. Uh, and then, oh, here is, here is Space World. Here's Dark Space World. Like, I would have liked some... Yeah. Um, I would have liked to actually go to the, the worlds like we did in Melee. Right. I, 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 yeah, I, I see that. And this is where the seams are starting to come undone just a tiny bit because it was something we accomplished in the previous game. Yeah. So we could have gotten more of that. And I know it's interesting. There's there's like lore being developed within the like actual Smash universe, not Mario's universe or Link's universe, the Smash universe. So we were getting lore into like loose, vague lore about Master and Crazy Hand. Um are everyone's favorite, the best villain character in video games, Taboo. We got lore about Mr. Game & Watch. Yep. Which is, yep. what? Yeah, that was incredible. And and also Rob. Rob, I, I remember you actually made a bet with one of our friends about it back in the day. I bet you Rob's the ancient minister. And I think it was Jake. I think Jake didn't believe it. And then it came true. And I, I probably was not original with that because I remember seeing pictures uh, on games that they used back in the day that there were two that stand out to me. One was one was before and after Rob was announced. The, the before one was a picture of the selfie Sims where people drew out Rob, kind of like overlaid him. I was like, the dimensions work out. It's like, oh shit. I mean, Rob was also who I was wanting to see as the next uh, retro character after Game Watch. I was just like, Rob makes sense. We should we should have Rob in this game, but then the other picture. So I so I was on Rob Ancient Minister bandwagon because of that, but then also yeah. after where I was revealed, there was another picture I saw, where people were just like trashing Rob. They didn't like that he was in the game. It's like y'all are y'all are dumb. But it was a picture of Rob, with different, like pieces of Ridley taped onto him. He's like, oh, yeah. do you love me now? It's like, oh poor Rob. Mm-hmm. I remember that shit. That was pretty good. We had Rob Lore. What? We did. With, with the, uh, yeah, Rob Lore, Mr. Game & Watch being made out of those mites that they used to... Shadow um, bugs. Shadow bugs, that's right. Mites were actually another enemy in yep. the system, I'm sorry. Uh, the shadow bugs that powered a lot of the subspace equipment, if I recall correctly. Yep. Um, you got some weird shit going on with some of the villains, like Wario and and antagonizing everybody and King DDD actually working undercover to help um which save was the, the day. bit that Sekiro had to reveal after that yes yeah day to day was working undercover the whole fucking time <laughs> it's Sakurai's self-insert character in that game <laughs> I mean he voices day to day in Smash so yes yeah, he, he does the laugh he does that's pretty great that is pretty great. Um, yeah. So, I mean, again, though, I mean, it's, again, it's like at the time, and this is something I still feel about the Subspace Cemetery as well, in many regards. The most, like, collectively cool execution of adventure mode we've had. Um, Sakurai got burnt out developing so many CGI cutscenes to piece a story together, and it's a loose story. It's not a good story. It's an, an it's a B-rate action movie I, turned into a video game. I never expected but, a crossover game to have a good story. Because how do you explain everything? 
exactly. But you take it for what it is, right? Like a Marvel versus Capcom, Project Cross Zone. These are games that are amazing for for this just the sheer idea of this like multiversal aspect. Uh, Subspace Cemetery falls into those same boats, maybe with a little less cheese from the execution of the CGI, but it was frankly amazing. Yeah, that 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 entire era fed me as a fan in not more than maybe Ultimate, obviously, because everyone is here is crazy. But um, but in the sense of just like persistent, consistent hype being driven every day from the Smash Dojo, Sakurai's daily post. It's the it's by far the best execution of the of the Smash Brothers website that has ever been done. It's better than what Sakurai did later on on the Miiverse with his daily post there or yeah. his daily post on Twitter later on. It it was a perfect era to develop the landscape which we became friends in and involved Trevor and Eric and Jake and pulled everyone in to a community. Brawl harvested that. Subspace Emissary was a big part of that. It was. And on top of that, we got to see characters interact in a story like setting that we that would have never have teamed up in any other kind of game. Fox and Diddy Kong, Lucas and the Pokemon Trader, Marth, Ike, Meta Knight, Samus and Yoshi. These kinds of things would have been a pipe. These these things would have never worked together otherwise. It's just like, yeah, no, they're they're teaming up here. It's like what the yeah. fuck? Captain Falcon and Captain Olimar. <laughs> Lucario and the Ice Climbers. Yeah, it's it's pretty incredible. Um, and I I was so and and Mario and Pitt interacting at the beginning and and yeah. legitimizing including a little bit, having him hang out with the the Nintendo character, um, in his introduction was pretty cool. Um, and having story beats like a uh, PD Piranha. Uh, having Zelda and Peach in cages and having to choose one of them to save and the other one gets shot to hell somewhere and you have to find them later on. Yep. <laughs> it it was really cool. And and having and Ridley, I mean, he's finally playable, thank God, but having the Ridley and Meta Ridley fights were really cool. Um, most of the bosses were. Even the original bosses were pretty interesting. Ted, and was and I really like that each of those boss fights were on their own unique field too like mm -hmm. uh i can't remember which ridley it was but one of the ridleys you fought on top of the falcon flyer it's like that was cool yep yep rayquaza <laughs> yeah rayquaza came out of a lake i don't what, <laughs> what? Like rayquaza is the ozone pokemon what <laughs> why i don't know <laughs> but those are humorous cutscenes too like diddy kong uh, grabbing Fox on his collar and dragging him on his ass to go and save Donkey Kong. Also, Falco had two blasters in one of the cutscenes. Does it have two blasters in the game? Nope. He just has that one long shot blaster that's kind of weird that he goes like... Like, okay. <laughs> I did appreciate they, they tried to differentiate those characters a little more, starting with Brawl. I mean, they, um, they, they, each, each game, they've gotten... More, uh, the various clone characters have gotten more and more distinct each game. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited for Super Mario Wonder sidebar because it has Daisy be playable for the first time in a mainland Mario game. Yeah. You can take some ideas from Wonder and slap that on her character and Smash next time around. Yep.
Yep. I'm assuming there's going to be steep cuts. I don't think she'll be one of them. It's Mario. I mean, she's an easy cut, but she's also an easy keep. For mm-hmm. the same reason. Echo Fighter. Yep. Yep. You can have that weird, annoying flower from the Wonder trailer. Just follow her around. I mean, that that's Final Smash. There you go. <laughs> I don't know what it would do. Oh, it turns her into an elephant. There you go. <laughs> don't know. Don't know. Um, but but Bra- but Brawl Sushi Simpsonary was a lot of fun. Like Brawl had melee was very hard to uh, unlock some characters in, but Brawl made it simple. You could either do it in number versus matches. There was some other condition, or unlock them Sushi Simpsonary, and that's what I did. I was like, I'm just, first first time I played the game. I was like, I'm just gonna still play Sushi Simpsonary first. That's how I'm gonna get everybody, and we're gonna have a fun time. Yep. It also has stickers. Yeah, those are whatever. I never yeah. really. Knew it was um, like, hey, we want to do more trophies, which they do have trophies in the game, but also here's some PNGs of characters that aren't trophies or multiple ones of the same character from different games, and they give you different setups, but you had to fit them onto your character's trophy stand. And I just didn't really fuck with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was whatever. Yeah. I don't right. care. Yeah. Yeah. It was indeed just whatever. <laughs> um I I I did love how you could could collect trophies in that game though. <laughs> yeah. I, I I really enjoyed the top down shooter. I don't think that that's ever been topped. It's, it's a small small thing, but I don't think that element of collection has ever been topped in a future game. I mean, Smash 4's version was not that good. No. It, it, it was it was underwhelming in many ways, but, but I feel like we're about to get into that. Um, final thoughts on Subspace, I guess? A lot of fun. I want to record playing it someday. Definitely. But I don't want to do... I want to do it in... Co- That's right! And also, Substitute has co-op! Fuck yeah! Hell yeah. That's great. <laughs> um, and you have to fight over who was to play as which character. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. It was local co-op. I, man, imagine in the future if we get that and it's online. If Assuming, assuming Nintendo develops a proper online infrastructure, so never mind. Yeah. Just just fly down here sometime, bring your copy of Brawl, and we'll put it in my Wii U, and then we'll just record Subspace Emissary. Okay. Do it. <laughs> Let's do it. And we'll have a J we'll have Ebit and Flame Zone in the background. Oh god, do we have to? Yeah. Okay. They'll they'll be there to, to perform. What what if what if we invite them to play Super Mario 3D World? Yeah. Or, no, Super Mario Wonder. We'll get the four of us to play Wonder together. Somehow. Yeah. Yes. With, with how divided we all are across places. I would be open to that. I mean, it, in a central place, if we can figure that out. Or, I mean, with any game that's online, I would be open to record a Select Start Gaming or whatever or do yeah. a Twitch. More yeah. games need online co-op that aren't yeah. shooters. 
revisit um, Mario Party Superstars with with uh, Jake and Krista, and Krista can be Birdo this time. Yeah. Favorite character, apparently, of one of our friends. Yeah, didn't know that, but hey, you know, I'll support it. Yeah, me too. Birdo is a total gets my thumbs up girl boss. Okay. Bird, this this Barbie is a Birdo. Maybe we should make a Birdo Smashtopia someday. It's just high profile enough of a character to where I'm like semi surprised we didn't think of it sooner. I mean, we've done lower profile. Of course we have. Ninja a lot of them this season. <laughs> Ninja Pridman as well. Uh, all I know so far is shoot egg. Standard. Done. Yeah, same. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the one of her taunts will probably be her going, Wow. Yeah. See. There we go. Uh, Roto was also in, in Smash, uh, in Melee. She'll flash her diamond ring for one of them. <laughs> I forgot about that. That was in fucking Mario Party. That was great. Alright. So do you have anything else to talk about with Subspace? Not really, other than it marked a very special time in, in my life, and I look back on it really fondly. Alright. And the cutscenes with Ike were so badass to see as a kid. Anyway. Speaking of cutscenes, Sakura's excuse for not having cutscenes in future adventure modes because, oh, I didn't want people to put them on YouTube. It's like, bitch, what? What did you think was going to happen? People record video game footage and put it on YouTube. What the fuck? Yeah. A very out of touch statement. Holy hell! Yeah, it was it was back. It's funny enough. Sakura now has his own YouTube channel. Yep. <laughs> so next up, not strictly speaking an adventure mode, but for the purpose of the discussion, it can accounts Smash Run in Smash Brothers Four 3DS. I hate that title. Sm Smash Run was. It was more like Kirby Air Ride City Trial, but done in a 2D platformer fighting type way where, you know, here's a map that you can run around in and you can fight enemies, you can get stat ups, you can, uh, there can be random events like, hey, a Clover Skull has spawned, go kill it. Or there would be doors that would open and you could go in there and it could be, uh, there's different kinds of things going on, which, which was fun. And you can be doing this multiplayer, except here's the big problem. The maps weren't shared. Every player was on their own different copy of the same map. Which took mm -hmm. out the whole fun of that. It's like, what? I, I'm guessing maybe it was yeah. like a 3DS limitation, but gee, maybe then you could have put it on Wii U instead and had Smash Tour beat the 3DS thing. God, Smash Tour is yeah. stupid. Mm-hmm. But what but what Smash Run did right that Subway Simulator did not the Subway Simulator we didn't mention this, but Subway Simulator only had a very small amount of enemies that came from actual Nintendo franchises. Goomba, mm -hmm. Giant Goomba, Koopa Troopa, maybe Paratroopa, I can't remember for sure. Hammer Bro. Sneaky Spirit. Bullet but no, no, we're talking about Subway Simulator. Oh, yeah. Uh, bullet Bills. Yeah. And I think that might have been it. If I'm missing anything, I'm not missing much. Mm -hmm. Let me see if I can find it. 
a list. I've had to look up lists before for like doing stuff with the uh, Smashup Wiki. But uh, okay. let's see what I can find here. Because I know the vast majority were just like original enemies. Yeah, no. Uh, oh, no, that's his melee. Uh, Sifu's army. That's what I want. So, yeah, there were, there were, the, the, there were different robs. Uh, I said all the Mar yeah, all those Mario enemies, and that was it. Yeah, I almost forgot the rubs. That's it. But, wow. but Smash Run, it's like, you want to find things that aren't are just original enemies? All right, we got you covered. What if the only original enemies, uh, there's only like eight of them? Like, okay, everything else is just like, all right, so we got all your Mario enemies, including now we got Magic Koopas in there, we got Critters, we got uh, Stalfos, we got Rios and Fly Guys and Shotzos and coughing devil cars and polar bears and mimicuties and bulborbs and sneaky spirit and egg robo it's like yes yeah that's what we want they the they went ham on this on this thing man with with the enemy output it was great mm -hmm. I, there's a little bit too much uh kid icarus there's a, there's a, there are more Kidicker enemies than anything else. Like, all right, Sakura, I know you just made Kidicker Step Rising, but calm down. <laughs> yeah, there, there are elements of the UI as well. I mean, um, the the difficulty screen on the on those games were ripped straight out of Uprising as well. Yeah, which I mean, the Fiend's Cauldron is a cool idea. And I don't necessarily dislike it in Smash, but what I do dislike is when we get to Ultimate and they will not let you start Classic Mode at anything higher than 5.0. Like, what the mm -mm. fuck? Mm -mm. Whose idea was that? That's a terrible yeah. idea. Yeah. Um, Smash Run, though, I mean, it was it was really innovative. I, I really enjoyed this mode. It was, and I don't think this is a controversial opinion, the best thing about the Smash 4 era um, I, mean, I think was this mode. Mega Man and Duck Hunt got in the game. And Cloud. Oh yeah. The best gameplay facet of okay. this era. Yeah, the modes in Smash 4 were just weak in general. Classic mode was very weird in both versions. It, it was better in Wii U than it was on 3DS. But then we had Master Orders and Crazy Orders, which were... What the fuck were those? Smash Tour, which was dumb. Uh, <laughs> we, we got the bomb mode thing instead of for trophy collecting. It's like, this isn't fun. No. 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 We got yeah. a new Smash version of Home Run Contest in addition to Classic Home Run Contest where you just hit a bomb and make it explode. It's like, what? Mm -hmm. And then we lost target... Tar we lost break the targets? Lost ice climbers? Which is just strange. Um, and and it was... It, the, entire, the entire cycle, the entire period of time that Smash 4 was the latest Smash game kind of felt Dark Ages-y for, for the series because of these weird pullbacks. Yes, we got Mega Man and Cloud and Bayonetta and, and Pac-Man, but it was all within this strange landscape to, to play as them in. Um, so many of the modes were, were simply not fun. Versus mode 
more than any other game in the series made the entire package and was pretty much the only reason to to play. Yeah. Um so yeah. Um they did have a really cool Donkey Kong stage that wasn't an ultimate. Yeah. <laughs> just, I mean it, that, it would have never worked with uh stage morph. A feature no one uses. It's a cool feature. But it's, nobody it uses is. it. Mm-hmm. I I just kind of forget. <laughs> I just kind of forget. Yeah. Um, and when I don't, it's just kind of weird. Um, but it's it's nice though. Smash Run was amazing. Um, I love the enemy variety. I I love the uh, credence paid towards the Gamachi leak by the inclusion of the sneaky spirit for seemingly no reason. Um, that's yeah. Enemy. It's a it's a really random choice. Yeah. Now I kind of feel like Rhythm Heaven's lost its shot at being having a playable character in Smash for now, which is kind of sad. And that kind of says what it is. It's odd that there hasn't been a new game in a while. We've gotten two. We're getting two WarioWare's on Switch, but no Rhythm Heaven. I'm I'm very happy for WarioWare, but yeah, I want Rhythm Heaven. I, I want that to happen. Uh, the Switch's done so much in its life cycle; it's still hard to believe it's you're wearing what you're almost in year seven. Yeah, um, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like it's been that long even though we know it has sounds like it's been two or three years not six yeah because no. like, like odyssey and breath of the Wild came out in what 2018 2017 fuck yeah it precisely precisely it um but i i loved the idea of collecting the buffs and and running around this course for a period of time and encountering yeah. different enemies in different series the entire thing it was it was great it captured kind of some of that arcade vibe from melee with with their adventure mode, but what, but there was a random element to it that made it more yeah. evergreen. Uh, and, then, and then fight. No, go on. Oh, and then you get to fight your opponents at the end, who could be your friends. You're you're playing co-op, you know. So yeah, and like with City Trial in Kirby Air Ride, there's a lot of different ways that that final battle could be. It could be Mega Smash where everybody has super mushrooms. It could be a stamina battle. It could be a warp star where where only warp stars will be the only items on the stage. It's like, oh god, uh, increased launch rates, only explosives, yeah, only Mister Saturns. Everybody starts out at three hundred percent damage, or it could be a non-combat one. It's like everybody has to climb up uh, aboard the platform so I think get as high as you can, or race, r- reach the goal first. Like that was cool stuff. I wish there were more than just the different battles and like more more of the the mini games there, but you know, oh well. Mm-hmm. Could have been a oh, home uh, run contest. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I really I really did enjoy it though. On the other on the other hand, we had Smash Tour. Yeah, which is not an adventure mode. It's just a. It, it's they tried to make a Mario Party kind of. It's not really Mario, but they try to make a board game. It, it had some cool elements to it where you could capture different characters, and in the final game mode, you would play as each character you captured. So the more characters that you had, the better your odds of winning. Which is, that part was fucking cool. But yeah, getting to that point, ugh. yeah, Pain indeed, ass. <laughs> truly so. Um. Yeah, the battles were fine, but the 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 makeup of just the general idea, and that I don't remember even what you had to you were forced to unlock through that mode, but I kind of hated that I had to play it at least a few times. Yeah, 
Yeah. Like I think once on every map or difficulty or something. Yeah, it was it was not the greatest. Um even playing it with friends or family or whatever, it, it never really caught on. It, yeah. it was just it was just odd. Uh, I don't know which... if I ever played it with another person. I think I just played it with myself. <laughs> yeah. It's it's not that much better. Sounds like we're talking about something else. Um <laughs> that's that's those modes for sure. <laughs> I would I would enjoy Smash Run coming back in a future Smash game. Yeah. Not not, you know, oh, an adventure mode substitute. But in in as a complement to another adventure style mode, I would really enjoy it. I think it would it obviously lends itself well too. Yeah. But let us all be on the same map this time. Mm-hmm. I don't think that'll be a problem. The, the 3DS is what held that, that era back. It really did. The, Iwata made a mistake saying that he wanted it to be on both Wii U and 3DS. Because that wasn't mm-hmm. what Sakurai... Although I think, if I remember correctly, I think Sakurai said before that like he would have done it on just 3DS if he was only yeah. one. Which is like, what? No. <laughs> I guess because it had such a larger install base and was it actually a success compared to the Wii U, which only sold like 12 million units in its entire lifespan. Fair. Yeah, I, I, it's crazy. I've seen things to say like, yeah, the amount of uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe that is sold on Switch is more than the number of Wii U's that were sold, period. It's like, oh yep. my god. That's so yep. bad. It is. It is. It, it was... It, they, it, was a, it was an exercise on what not to do in the marketing world. Yeah, useful for my job in marketing these days. Um, Wait, the the whole just... that whole era of marketing was bad. Like Nintendo 3DS, 3DS XL, uh, 2DS. Oh, I think there was wasn't there also like a 3DS? Not not a slim, but there there was something else on those same lines. But then there was mm-hmm. the new Nintendo 3DS. I was like, oh my god! It's like what was happening with New Super Mario Bros. But on a console level. Yeah, um, I was like, what the f? The 3DS succeeded because it was a clearer concept and people enjoyed the DS. Um, the Switch, I mean, the Wii U didn't ha- was was just odd. I know what I forgot. So, uh, before the 3DS was announced, they released the DSi. And then it was like, what, a month or two later, they announced the 3DS. I felt kind of burned because I it's bought like, the DSi. What? What the mm-hmm. fuck? And DSiWare was not all that either. No. What were they doing? I don't know. The DSi was actually a downgrade from the DS Lite because you you got a camera for some reason and a crappy eShop that doesn't have a lot of games on it, and you and you and you trade the GBA slot for it. No, we already lost the GBA slot with the DS Lite. I don't think we did. No, we did because I had an original DS, but then it got lost. Uh, and I had to get a new one. I got a DS Lite and it did not have DP. Actually, you... Actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the DS Lite had the GBA port. Okay, it just stuck out, is what I'm thinking of then. Like it yeah. stuck out farther. It was actually flush on the original DS, but the DS Lite, for, for dumb fucking reason... Wait, no. No, I'm thinking Game Boy Color games. Game Boy Color games obviously were not flush. Mm-hmm. 
DS Lite was a sleek system, though. It yeah, looked honestly. Great. It was the, a good time. The original time. DS was a bulky little thing. Yeah, it was it was interesting. The 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 change in, in aesthetic from the DS Lite and the original DS is just so jarring. It's like, oh yeah. my god. It makes the DS look like it, it's from... It's the like 90s. Game Boy, the original Game Boy. Mm-hmm. That original thing was massive. It's a freaking brick. Yeah. Yes. And then they developed the Game Boy Light like a year later. They're like, oh, here uh, you go. Game Boy Pocket, I believe, Pocket. was the next version. And then the color wasn't long after that. Mm-hmm. The I Pocket is, is small enough it can fit in your pocket. Like, mm-hmm. like a mobile system should be. Yeah. That's pretty inter- It's so interesting, right? The, the Game Boy and the DS were both such juggernauts. Probably especially the Game Boy line, and now it's just gone. Yeah. <laughs> oh I mean, it being replaced with the DS made sense. But then mm-hmm. they made the Switch, and they, at first it was like, oh, no, no, we're not getting rid of This isn't replacing the 3DS. No, it's not. It's like, really? No, no, it's not. So what games are coming to 3DS in the next couple of years? Like, um... Uh, we have, um, mm-hmm. what do you have? Oh, yeah. uh, okay. You can't even say Pokemon? Because that's the indication that a system is dead. Mm-hmm. Pokemon's mm-hmm. not going to be on it. Yep, yep. But yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I never played Switch handheld, like almost never. I We're forget. getting a new Game Boy Advance game, though. Oh, A brand new oh. Game Boy Advance game is being made. What is it? Shantae. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Because they had a they had a game they wanted to make way back in the day, but they couldn't for I think it was a combination of company reasons and um hardware reasons. But now they can and they are actually making a physical Game Boy Advance cart for for that Shantae game that was supposed to be made way back when. It was supposed to be the second game in the series, and they're they are still slotting it in right where it's supposed to be in the timeline. Which, yeah, that is really fucking cool. It is. It is. I, I really enjoy that. Um, that that's happening. Yeah, I'll, I'll actually probably I might buy the physical card. We'll see. You have a working Game Boy Advance. Yeah, man, I don't even know where mine. I don't. I don't know where mine is. Mine, I think, is like literally right next to me. My old school, like elementary school bag that I always put my games in. I don't know how people keep that stuff because I I don't have it. My probably twenty year old Ziploc bag. Uh, here's a good one. Ah, the SP. Oh, is this tactics? Yes. I can't I can't tell. Ah, it's reflecting your face. Yes, tactics. <laughs> tactics can advance, technically. Love that game. Tactics advance. So no, there we go. There's the title screen. There we it's go. Worth- Love that game. Mm-hmm. There are so many better ways to play video games than on an old console, but screw it. Yeah. I'm playing it on my old console. Uh, plus, a company like Nintendo will never have 
all of their major retro titles available on the, their, their new systems anyway. Nope. And if they are, they'll be attached to a system like NSO where you'll be happy enough, but then you will know that eventually the cloud will disappear and you'll have lost everything. Yep. Apparently, NSO is transferring over into the new system, which makes sense, whatever they're developing next. Yeah, so if, in a it, few if years... it doesn't, then there's some serious bullshit. Mm-hmm. I, I just hope that extends to the games as well. Yes. If, if the next Nintendo console does not start with all of the games that Switch NSO has at its end, then they fucked up. They need to all be there from day one. And hey, this is a this is cloud based gaming. Save our shit and let it transfer into yeah. the next console. Because on one hand, I love. I mean, I'll, I'll do it anyway. Obviously, like I love playing the original Paper Mario or Superstar Saga or Minish Cap again. But if it's an option, I would prefer not to have to necessarily start from the beginning for the twentieth time. Well, just keep playing your Switch. <laughs> also true, but. Then you run out of shelf space if I'm having the Switch 2 sit there with the Switch and a PS5. It's like, oof. <laughs> I mean, find somewhere else to put it. It's a portable console. I'll tape it on my kneecap so it'll be with me at all times. There you go, go on a walk. Switch. There you go. Yep. The Switch is a puppy cannot, um, in the fan universe anyway. Moving on. So, Adventure Mode, Subplace Emissary, Smash Run, Parentheses, question mark. World of Light. We have a story, kind of. We have, we have a beginning and we have an end. We don't have a middle. There is no middle to this story. Uh, which right. is very unfortunate. Uh, Sakura didn't want to do cutscenes for it, which is like, come on, man, come on. But we we got a story in. We don't. We're not running through worlds. We're not fighting off enemies this time. Instead, we're traveling on a map, and we are fighting characters that are possessed by spirits. And these spirits can be, you know, anything that's from Nintendo uh, or other spirits that are in Smash. Like, uh, you can fight uh, an M. Bison spirit, uh, fucking Dr. Light, Pauline, yeah. god, fuck the Pauline fight. Uh, there isn't one for it's Kylie Koopa, but we could have fought Kylie Koopa. That could have been mm -hmm. a thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, the Yaku, the, 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 the Yaku Man thing from the Mahjong game. That's a spirit yeah. battle. And yeah. it's this huge map, and we've got these two godlike figures, Galim, Darkon, which are, you know, light and dark. And you start out in the world <laughs> of light, and at first, like, that's all we knew. We just know, oh, world of light. We're going to go here, we're going to fight Galim. And then there were some bosses that Galim had on their side that we that we had to fight as well. Like, we had to fight off Giga Bowser, Gallium, Rathalos. G yeah, Gallium came back. I, I was kind of surprised by that. And then we fight Galim. And then what happens when we fight Galim, Jano? You do that, and then Darkon is there, and you enter this whole other map. It turns out, when you defeat the God of Light, who was in an eternal struggle with the God of Dark, the God of Dark wins. Oops! Big oops! 
And then we go through the dark room, which I don't know about you, but I didn't know that was a thing. I had no idea that was a thing. And then we got, uh, instead of like just being one giant map, it was segment through sections. We had a Zelda-themed section. We had the mysterious space section, which was borderline Kirby, kind of. Uh, and then we had fucking a whole ass Dracula's castle that we ran around through where obviously we fought fucking Dracula and we also fought uh, Ganon in his pig form. We fought Marks from Superstar Saga. And then we fought yeah. Darkon. And we beat Darkon, which is like, it's over. We beat both gods. It still wasn't over. Then we got a final world. It's like, holy hell. And then we fight, we go through a gauntlet. We got the fight. <laughs> We had to go through this whole... We got the fight as Master Hand. I really wish that fight could be replayed. Of all things... The Smash Ultimate, of all things Smash Ultimate was missing, getting the replay as Master Hand, giving us a little Master Hand mode, and getting a Boss Rush mode. Brawl had Boss Rush. What the fuck? Boss Rush where you play as Master Hand versus the other bosses. <laughs> but, but then you know there were the spirits that we could also get with each spirit that we defeated and then we can in a much better system than the stickers we can equip spirits for ourselves to get ourselves buffs and for some fights yeah they were necessary i i was lucky that i had one that like one of my starting spirits was a sahel lanthropus from what was that metal gear th three i think or was that four <laughs> I want to say that was three, or maybe it was one of the mobile games. I'm not uh, sure. Check. I'm kind of thinking it was like Peace Walker now that I think about it. Or Portal... I don't think it was Portal Ops. I want to say it was either three or Peace Walker. And which was this? Sorry, it wasn't... Uh, Sahel Anthropus. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. That was in five. Oh, that was five. That was oh, that was five. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, it, I I forget that all of Metal Borderline, all of Metal Gear was released before Smash Ultimate was. Mm -hmm. Like it, it doesn't feel. It doesn't. It also feels weird to me that like Metal Gear Three was released before Brawl. It's like I didn't realize that in the timeline. Holy hell! At least we got uh, Survive after. Too bad the series right. didn't. I am looking. I am looking forward to the Metal Gear Three remaster. Yeah. That looks really cool. But I, I but, still I get over what Konami did to Kojima. Yeah, but the Sahelanthropus <laughs> spirit in in Smash in Ultimate gave you both giant and metal at the start of a battle for so many seconds. Like, oh shit, fuck yeah! I'm gonna hit this guy so goddamn hard. It was great. But there were also ones that were just like, oh, this is Metal Killer. It deals more damage to opponents than metal. It's like, so if I know a spirit battle is going to be up against Metal Mario, it's like, all right, we're loading up the Metal Killer. Because I want to do more damage. Yeah. It, it was, there was a lot of cool stuff. And the opening cutscene is crazy. Because you just see, you know, all the Smash characters, are, you know, they're, all, they're just enjoying a hike out in the woods or whatever the fuck they were doing. And then these giant tenderous light just start murdering them. And you see characters try to flee, like Bayonetta is trying to escape, or some characters have given up, like Duck I'm Dog and Wii Fit Trader. Yeah. And only one of them escapes, which is partial, let's be real, it's partial Sakurai bias. Kirby's the only one to get out. And he, Sakurai seems to talk about how like, he, he went through all the characters in the game trying to figure out who would be able to escape this event. 
if he canonized the spirits in it, because the reason he said it's like, oh yeah, theoretically Bayonetta should be able to escape because she could just escape into the other realm. But there's all these spirits from her games of these characters that live in that realm. So if those characters were able to be taken, then that means Bayonetta shouldn't be able to escape. It's like, okay, I understand that. That makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Mostly. But he also was coming out from the perspective of like, okay, maybe they had the one character be somebody that's relatively easy to play. Kirby's a lot easier for the average player to play than Bayonetta. I know that to be from personal experience. Yeah. But I, I think he did say that, like, those were the two characters. Like, Bayonetta was the only other character, I think, besides Kirby, that he said, yeah, she can absolutely, she probably could have escaped, but I needed to have just one character. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you know, Palutena possibly could have been there. Uh, there might have been a couple others in contention, but... Yeah, yeah, the 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 lore dig that Sakurai did and and the team did with developing the the world of light and world of dark and the restoration map, uh, incredible. Yeah, incredible. The the artwork on those maps were so pleasant to like tra- just traversing the 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 world maps were, was really a treat. Um, playing as Master Hand is is, is the ma- magnum opus of the entire experience. Yeah, I- incredible. I mean, there were ways to play as him in. in earlier titles they were just more unscrupulous um you can action replay that shit or game genie that shit and play as him in brawl and melee that was really cool yeah but to it like legit and like really happening um i guess canonically technically within the lore of smash and you're partaking in it really 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 freaking cool um and then there were spirits on the overall you know, there, there's something nice about just going down an event list and being like, oh, yeah, you're going to do this, and here's your objective, just do it. That was fun in Melee and Brawl. Um, spirits are, are a nice natural progression, though. I I, I quite like them. Um, they're, they're like stickers from Brawl, but, like, way better realized. Um, the spirit boards also, you know, sidebar, um, were pleasant to work through with all the DLC and whatnot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually played the DLC in, in this game and, and kept up with everything, unlike in Smash 4, where um, DLC came out on both consoles. I really only committed to the Wii U, because I, I, I never yeah, played same. it. Once Wii U released, I dropped 3DS. Yep. I never, played it. I never played as uh, Corrin or, or Cloud or Bayonetta on the 3DS. I was like, eh. Why? Eventually... Why? They played the exact same way on Wii U. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just for the novelty, which really wasn't there because the 3DS killed that period of time. Yeah. Um, I, I really enjoyed World of Light. Um, when they revealed it, too, during the ultimate re- um, pre-release cycle, it was like, holy shit, the, tra- the trailer is insane. Yeah. The, uh, like, just, oh my gosh. All, all of these characters... Um, yeah, it, it was really something else. Um, fun to work through. I do think in the next Smash, I'm really happy with it with modes like World of Light. I'm really happy with modes like Smash Run. I don't want them to be the singular thing. My hope is that we have a major anchor mode like World of Light. It's probably going to be massively different because it is in every game. Yeah. So... 
Um, and I don't think we're getting a return to the subspace format either, which is fine because there were linearities that, you know, if you do it, you play that more than once, it might get a little boring uh, from the gameplay perspective. But um, if we can have that one big mode and then Smash Run on the side and then a classic adventure mode, not a classic mode, like a, like a melee style adventure mode, um, or maybe you switch up what courses you're on every so often. Since there's so many new franchises involved, you can't possibly all fit them in one mode. But maybe character-dependent or even just generated-dependently. Uh, like, you play one time and you're in the Mushroom Kingdom, but you play the next time and your opening stage is Hyrule Field. Or do something similar to uh, Smash 3DS's Classic Mode where you get to choose a couple different routes that are randomly selected. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That would be great. I, I think that's where I would like the new... Choose your own adventure mode. You son of a bitch. You figured it out. I did. <laughs> I, I, I pretty much agree with you, though. Like, Honestly, I'd like to see... If I was going to pick like what I would most want to see, give me a mix of Subspace Emissary with Melee's mode. Give, give, give me something on Subspace's scale with, all the, with running around the different areas... But give me give me the actual Nintendo enemies and give me the Nintendo worlds to run through. Mm. Let me run through the Mushroom Kingdom. Let me run through uh, Foreside or Green Hill Zone or fucking all these various places. Let me run through Midgar or some shit. Let me yeah. go through these worlds and not just the jungle, the forest, mm -hmm. the lake. Wow, thrilling. The mountain. Come on. Mm-hmm. The abandoned zoo. Let, let me let me go to some places. Definitely. Definitely. Um the mementos, something like that. I mean, you know, these worlds all are meant to be inhabited and it's it's easy i would imagine it's fairly easy to pull from their material probably easier than developing some of your own material in some cases like oh this is the smash brothers jungle you're like okay yeah what what about congo jungle yeah mm-hmm would be that simple sometimes as simple as just a rebranding but i mean uh toss some of those donkey kong country palm trees in there and call it a day i would be down with that that would that would be really great it there's so much they could do for the next adventure mode, and anything that we can think of is probably going to be far from the mark. Because could you have could could you have ever imagined or predicted World of Light? No, no, no fucking way. Nor subspace emissary. The original adventure mode, I, I guess. I mean, it kind of pers things like that did persist in original arcade games. It's like a natural progression when you're first developing an adventure mode type thing. In a fighting game, but anything after that, no. I just didn't think Smash was capable of the grand scale of the Subspace Cemetery and all of its cutscenes. Yeah. Uh, at the time. And World of Light is so, so out there, I would have never guessed. Wouldn't I guess Smash Run either, to, to its credit? I mean, it's Kirby Air Ride and Kid Icarus Uprisings multiplayer mode. Into Smash. I think Smash Run could have been, you know, thought of ahead of time because it's, you know, again, it's just city trial and air ride, but Smash, like, I don't think that's a that's a stretch in the slightest. 
Mm -hmm. uh, World of Light uh, definitely was like unpredictable. I, th I think you could have guessed Subspace the Mystery or something like it. Like, because it, it's it's two point of Melee's Adventure Mode. Truly, we just yeah. lost some uniqueness for some genericness, but we got story out of it, which is amazing. And even though World mm -hmm. of Light's story is very much just like a beginning and an ending, uh, the cutscenes were still phenomenal. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it had board the platforms, technically. It had a skill tree, which was crazy. And then mm -hmm. it had its final battle where you're fighting both Galeem and Darkon at the same time. Well, after you have just gone through this whole gauntlet of shit, it's like, oh my god. I had to, re I had to change out my team uh, at one point. Because the characters that I was taking to the jumping portion weren't necessarily mm -hmm. the best characters to take to the boss portion. It's like, hmm, okay. Got my boy Denoki Kong, and he ran that entire gauntlet. I don't what remember do who I used. I'm pretty sure I used Cloud. But who else? I'm not sure. I know I did Bowser throughout most of just regular World of Light. He destroyed. But there are some fighters to switch off of him. Mm-hmm. Bowser and DK could could body most of those maps themselves. Yeah, easily. I mean, yeah. I ha I have full stream footage of me going through World of Light uh, on the YouTube channel. There you go. Select Star Gaming. Go check it out. Do it. It was the first <laughs> game I streamed and put on YouTube. A commemorative thing. Let's uh, commemorate it further by watching it again. Do it. It happened. You hear that, Tyler? Yeah. You hear that, Eric's mom? Yeah. You hear that, Trevor? Who you, you hang watching. on for your, for your every whim? Lister said earlier, which yeah. I think is it's it's like almost true. It's like that and and uh, some primavera dish. You and you and that he he really enjoys. Mm, okay. Yeah. Both warm. I don't like this conversation anymore. <laughs> New topic. Oh, I think we have to save the next topic for another day. Ah, shit. All right, fine. Uh, back to this topic. Adventure mode. Yeah. So we've had four, arguably. Mm -hmm. Some would say three, mm -hmm. which is, I will argue against that. I, I think, generally speaking, people will say World of Light is their favorite. Generally mm -hmm. speaking. Other than that, people say subspace because what, what else is the op so optional answer? Right. Very few, if any, will say melee or smash run. Mm -hmm. But I do think I do think melees and smash run both have their merits. And Absolutely. if we just like bring, first of all, bring back smash run alongside everything else. Don't have replace adventure mode, but bring it back. Give it, give it the online co-op and and couch co-op. You know, just, just just give us both. Melee's Adventure Mode. I don't think necessarily needs to have like, I don't think it necessarily needs to come back unless they just unless that is the mode they just massively expanded. Mm -hmm. But if the next match doesn't have an adventure mode of some kind, it's definitely going to be a huge step backwards. I'm sure we'll have an, an episode talking about, like, the future of Smash, what we think Smash 6 is really going to be about, like, a big expose somewhere down the road. It just seems like a natural path for us. But, um, you know, way ahead of that episode, whenever that happens one day, I will say my mindset now 
is that I think Smash will probably go in the direction of a massive callback on characters. And a lot of that is just a rights issue, and they and they may want to um, re-engage the the engine. It's a, it's an opportunity for them to revamp the gameplay a bit, and like bring back custom move sets if they want to for a certain for a select amount of characters uh, that are present on the roster still. And th- and this, I mean, how do they make up for fan disappointment from their favorite characters being removed? Like we live we live easily within within a world where we could have just gotten Banjo for the first time one where they've been clamoring for it for 20 years and then having it instantly taken away. Yeah. You have to have something tremendous to make up for all of that. And that will be a massive undertaking of new modes. This is your opportunity for different types of adventure mode to be present in the same game. Whoever is working on the next Smash... It is a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. There is no winning path. Because either they will have to massively cut back on characters, which, you know, as you said, we're going to lose a lot of characters. People are going to be upset that their favorites are being gone. People are going to be upset that, like, oh my god, we had Banjo and now he's gone. That That's going to be a huge thing. But even if they do somehow pull off everyone is here too, much like the first time around, there's going to be very few newcomers, most likely. Unless, unless, it's just a port. If they are able to just port Ultimate just completely as it is, uh, with all the content, and just bring it over and then just add more stuff, that's that. I don't know if I want to call it the winning strategy, but that may be the way to go. And I hate saying that because that means we're not going to get like a big revamp sort of thing. It's just going to be like the same thing, just more characters and stages pretty much. Probably some more spirits too. But that would probably be the best way to keep the most people happy. Mm-hmm. I, I would say they can get away with it once. If they make Ultimate 2, they can make Ultimate 2 one time. Yeah. Then you have, then you have to do the revamp in the next gen. Um, I mean, I don't know. Little... Looking for Cardi Deluxe. Also true. That thing has twenty thousand lives. Yeah, God. Um, and I'm enjoying the DLC. I'm enjoying the DLC. And I got obviously Mario Kart Nine is next gen at this point. It's it's just. I mean, not could, no, we already have Mario Kart Nine. It's tour. Tour is nine. That that like systematically hurts me in every possible way. Yeah, well, let's talk to Microsoft about how to count, shall we? Yeah, sure. And Apple as well. Good times. <sighs> um yeah, I, I would be fine with I would be fine with that. I think you would be fine with that. And I think we would both prefer a revamp at this point just because there's more to more to explore, more to talk about essentially. Uh, but at the same time it's like you you are risking Ridley, K. Roll, Banjo, Cloud. Like we we kind of talked about it a little bit in the past, um, in previous episodes about what the next match is going to do, and we kind of we covered a little bit of things like with our Thanos game episode where we cut a bunch of characters under the presumption the next Smash game will cut us down to half, and there are some characters that we can call easy cuts, but then there are some yeah. times where it's like okay, some of these have to be cut, but we don't want to, like. Cloud and Sephiroth, considering that it was a supposedly, 
supposedly, a struggle to get Cloud to be on base roster for Ultimate could be easy cuts. Yeah. Um, that hero would be in that same category. Square, Square Enix just wants to make the DLC money. But also, you know, it's been years since then, and Square Enix has a new president now. So maybe it'll be different. Maybe, maybe yeah. it'll be different now. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, yeah, and there's also the opportunity to that I think we're gonna see with certain selections that that are inevitably made, where it's like, oh, this character was included because dev time for them was easier or or whatever, and and transferring this character over, and this character was did not make it because it would have been tougher and we're on a time crunch. So we can live in a world where Piranha Plant makes it in again and uh, Ike doesn't. <laughs> or sure some could. shit like that. Or yeah. Jigglypuff, who has been uh, on the table for being cut in every game except for obviously Ultimate. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what are the, one of the last characters finished for Melee? One of the last characters out of her Brawl? One of the last characters out of her Smash 4? Jigglypuff's like... There's an easy cut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jigglypuff make room for Azurda. Don't think so. I think Jigglypuff will make room for Marks. Oh, that's more than a fair trade. Yeah. Doesn't oh. really work the same way. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> That's the trade-off. I, I mean, we'll see where Adventure go- Mode goes next. I'm. It's it's so wildly different per game that there's no way really pinning down what that main Adventure Mode is going to be like. I think the general gist of it is not make it as yeah, make it as ambitious as as World of Light or Subspace Emissary. That's where you're going to find your bread and butter. Make the fans happy. Toss in Smash Run if you want. I I like that as a sub mode. Yeah. And there you go. There you go. It'd be great. Um, so I guess some final reflections. Um, your favorite adventure mode of all these? It might be subspace. Yeah, I'm going back and forth myself. Um. I know technically it's World of Light. Yeah. Like from it, it, by and large, from most perspectives, it it brings the most value from a gameplay standpoint. It's it's the meatiest of all the, of all the modes. But I mean, if we're talking purely like emotion driven choices here, like what's your personal favorite? I mean, it's it's what you grow up with, right? It's it's the era that you really came into Smash with. And so for some people, that is Adventure Mode and Melee. For some people, you know, younger than us, that's Smash Run, actually. Like, unironically. Uh, for us, it's Subspace Emissary, I guess, because... Because it was more than just battling. There were some story <laughs> elements to it, it, which hook you a lot better than just, here's the map to run around on. Get to see mm-hmm. characters in Earth. Like I love crossover bullshit. I fucking love it. Yeah. Get, give me, yeah. give me crossovers and the characters that should never in any world interact with each other, and seeing them work together or anything. Dead by Daylight, not a great game. It's got a lot of problems, but 
getting to see things like uh, Resident Evil or Leon Kennedy being chased around by uh, Freddy Krueger or whatever fucking seeing Nicolas Cage get into the game as just himself. What the fuck? Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I love that stupid crossover bullshit. Final Fantasy Dissidia. I love that game so much. And mm-hmm. Brawl says we demonstrate the crossover element way better in its adventure mode. Because we actually get to see mm-hmm. these characters fight together. Lucario and Solid Snake teaming up. In what world would that have been possible? None. Yeah. Only this world. I'm, no, I love Snake and especially Cemetery. That was so great and funny. Um, so many great moments that are just embedded in your head from, from yeah. SS. Um, I really enjoyed World of Light. I can't discount that. But um, for me personally, it is subspace. And there's also this whole undertext, this this extra context of it coming out in the way that it did, um, knowing that it influenced the creation of the show. Um, your friendship and mine, our, our friendship with our friends, uh, doing what we do on the Smashtopia wiki. All of that was heavily influenced from that era of Smash. I mean, it's why it's it's still the Smash that I put the most time in. Um, I was so, like, overly obsessed about Smash back when Brawl came out as a kid. I, I put in, like, 4,000 hours into that game. Jesus. <laughs> and even more developing movesets and stuff on Mercurius. And, and yeah, going into Brawl is definitely my yeah. most played Smash. Hmm. I mean, you know, part of that is also just like due to the age and where we were at in life. It's harder to dedicate as much time to just one game anymore. I honestly don't know how some people on Twitch can only play one game for eight hours a day. It's like I could not do that. Mm-hmm. I could not. I need to have a variety. Me either. And you know, for for a lot of people, myself included, unfortunately, Jake included work is a lot a big part of life and there there's just outside elements besides work too it's difficult to play games like we used to and henceforth it's difficult to get attached to them in the same way that we used to um this is why in the long run my favorite zelda game is probably the wind waker it's the zelda game i grew up with even though we can acknowledge this current era of Zelda is more technically impressive. Um, and it goes on. So, Subspace Emissary, I mean, just for those personal reasons, is my favorite indeed. Um, and it's just, it's pretty damn cool. It's, it's even cool to go back and look at the cutscenes now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would love to get something like that again. I know we're not. I know we're not. Which is a shame. But, whatever comes next, I'm sure I'll enjoy it. Um, I'm I'm actually becoming more of a proponent of having Smash Run Return as a secondary mode more than anything. Yes, it's like I know obviously. I know, I know you're gonna do the adventure mode fine. I don't have any fucking clue what it's gonna look we, like at all. We'll we'll yeah. talk more about Smash Run when we get to an episode about just like other modes. It's like, all right, we're running mm-hmm. out of topics. Uh, let's talk about every other mode thinking that's not classic All Star or Adventure. Mm-hmm. We gotta do an All Star episode too eventually, even though they're. Probably won't be as much to talk about there, but 
there, there so, will there's be. so many so many things we can have a non-topic about. It's gonna be a problem eventually. We'll hit that point and where we think we're gonna hit a drought and then suddenly Smash Six is announced. Please, Smash Six save us from our non-topic drought. <laughs> Holy fuck. Is watching right now. Oh, I hear you boys. Okay. He pulls the conductor hat back out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I and I honestly those... don't know if he's ever gonna do another game again. I really hope he does. But like with his YouTube channel, it kinda really does make it seem like he is retired. He he hasn't directly said it, but it kind of feels like it. And at the same time, Masahiro Sakurai is like the Nick Fury of gaming. Even when he's out, he's in. Fuck yeah. <laughs> if Nintendo comes back and says, we want you to make Smash, I'm sure, you know. I, th I think gonna... the, first, the first reaction would be like, <sighs> yep. all right. It's uh, that or because they, they said before it was Brawl. If he didn't agree to do Brawl, they were just going to port Melee to the Wii U or the Wii, actually, not the Wii U. That'd make no sense. <sighs> yeah, that would that, be easy. After, that's yeah. why, like, that's why, like, the easy thing for them to do if Sakurai doesn't do it is to port Ultimate. Assuming I don't, I don't know how porting rights work. I don't know if that means they can get around having to ask Square about their characters again and, and all the other companies. I, I don't know. I don't know that shit, mm -hmm. but if they don't have to, then porting is the easy answer. Yeah. You know, I created a list mm -hmm. once. Year, actually, I think this. I think this was back before Ultimate was announced. I made like a top ten list of things that I want to like. Assuming like, what if they just ported Smash One and just added a few things to it? I made a top ten list of what I would want to be in it. Of course, some of those things mm -hmm. were technically more than two things. I was like, one of them was, was like. I want these characters. I listed like five fucking characters or something. Yeah. But I don't know if I still have that. Looking it up. I'm trying to. Not really, you know, it's not really fitting into this conversation. I'm just trying to see if I can have it. But, uh, oh. <laughs> nope, that's not it. That was when we made predictions for what characters would be in the game, and we were very wrong. <laughs> Remember when we thought Decidueye was going to be in Smash? Yep. Yeah. What a time that was. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. It wasn't because we were wrong. It was because Sakurai was wrong. Was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, I, still... I I think we've run the well here for uh, talking about adventure modes. Uh, I don't really have anything else I can think of to contribute here, so I think we just uh, cut it down and we'll uh, blend things off. Uh, our next episode, Smashtopia, our second to last Smashtopia of the season. Uh, the last, the last one before we get into our finale shit, which also this was our last on top before we get to the finale shit, obviously. But uh, this character is. God, how do how do we how do you tease this character? They're um They're slippery. I was gonna say that they're a goober. Yeah. They're a sure real are. goofball. I'm gonna make they're a, a slippery goofball. I'm gonna make a character out of myself. 
I thought that was the plan for year 10. Well, there is going to be a year 10, isn't there? God, I don't know. But if there is, I know what we're doing in year 10. No, oh, it is year 10. <laughs> I just looked at our top. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I put it there. Mm-hmm. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. That was an old idea we talked about. And then I was just like, yeah, let's mm-hmm. not do that yet. <laughs> let's do with normal shippers. I, I remember now. Uh, yeah. Fun. What an adventure. Discussing adventure mode. Indeed. Until next time, I guess. <laughs> Bye. Don't get hit like Mwamba on the way out. <laughs>